Welcome to Politics Done Right. My name is Egberto Willis, your host at KPFT 90.1 FM, Houston, Texas. Thank you, folks, for being out there listening. Thank you, folks, for being a part of this community radio station. Thank you, folks, for just being there. Anyhow, you know, did you just listen to the news that we do at noon, just before noon? I just, you know, I have my subject all ready for today. But you know what? What our people's news pointed out is something that I think I need to reiterate. So I want to start the program uh, before we get anywhere deep into the subject at hand. I want to start the program on that topic of school vouchers. I really want to get there for one specific reason. There again hidden behind families, hidden behind your love for your children, hidden behind what you know we've got to do to educate our kids. One more time, one more time, the paid vultures have gotten to our politicians to try to convince them to do something that ultimately hurts the poor and middle-class families and kids as it goes ahead and give another big tax break, your tax dollars, to the wealthy folks. We're going to talk about that first, but secondly, we're going to also talk about middle-class assert your worth. And you know what? They all tie in together. I just thought about this subject after listening to the People's News, but we're going to fuse these subjects together. Anyhow, folks, we are in fun drive mode, and you know Politics Done Right still gives you a full program. But what do I ask? I ask you so kindly to call 713-526-5738 and hit option one. Why do I need you to call in the last week and a half and the subsequent week? We are raising money for the quarter to keep this place operating. Our 100,000 watt transmitter, our air conditioning, heater, equipment all running here. We can't do it uh, except for you because, again, we don't take commercials. We don't take all these different paid entities commercial radio take. Our sole responsibility is to you. So before I really get started and full into the program... I know you all want to listen to what we're going to be talking about. So if you kindly could go to that phone and dial 713-526-5738. And a a contribution as little as 25 bucks makes you a voting member of our network. Not only KPFT, the Pacifica network. As little as $25, but we need a lot more. So for those of you who have the wherewithal, can you do $5 a month? Can you do $10 a month? Can you buy me a coffee? Not me, but in the name of Politics Then Right, can you give Politics Then Right five bucks a month to uh, pay our bills that we are providing this service, this necessary service to you? 713-526-5738. That's like saying, Egberto, I like your program. A coffee a month is going to be just fine. 713-526-5738. 
Five bucks a month, 10 bucks a month. By the way, if you go ahead and uh, give us, you know, however it adds up to a hundred bucks, you get the new Politics Done Right t-shirt. I don't know if the picture is on the website yet, but I know Marlo is going to get it there sometime within the next few days. You can get the Politics Done Right t-shirt. It has Politics Done Right on the front. And on the on the uh, O, it has KPFT, 713-526-573. And that's for a contribution of just $100 if you can swing it and you don't have to pay it all at once. You can do it monthly if you want. And you get a t-shirt. And you know, as uh, Tori was talking about yesterday, he's going to bring all the folks with the Politics Done Right t-shirt here for us to get a picture uh, supporting KPFT 90.1 FM, this great, important station for giving you good news. 713-526-5738. I await your call. Hit option number one, and you will be a supporter, a voting member of Politics and Rights. If you haven't given before, we need new, new, new members as well. And we have somebody who says for every new member that comes in, I am also, this is a, a, a kind supporter of KPFT, says for every new member that comes in, I'm going to match that with 40 bucks. So folks, 713-526-573. All right, let's get busy. Let's get busy. Vamos a comenzar este show. And I want to start the show with a uh, Texas Tribune article. It says, in audio, high-ranking TEA official admits public school funds could drop with voucher-like programs. That is important, people. Let me tell you how important that is. That is telling you, if you have, if you have kids in elementary school right now, if you have kids in uh, middle school right now, if you have kids in high school, good. Houston has very good high schools, middle schools, elementary schools. Yeah, we know we have some that, that need to get their scores up. We know that. We know that. But that is where we should be investing our dollars to make our public schools function correctly. But you know what they, they have done to us? They've gotten you to hate or they're trying to get you to hate teachers' unions so that you would feel that I don't like teachers and teachers' unions, so what we are going to do is we're going to have vouchers so that private schools, and what are private schools again? Private schools are schools that are run by corporations, and these corporations have to make a profit for whom again? For the executives who run the schools and the shareholders, and you know who pay them? Your tax dollars. So they want to give $10,000 every year to every student that's not going to public school so that they can pay that private school so that those investors in that private school get paid so that those executives who run that private school get paid and then they hire substandard teachers at a reduced cost because you know how they make their profits? They make their profits by paying their teachers less. They make their profits by not giving their teachers benefits. They make less by getting teachers that won't teach elsewhere couldn't teach elsewhere that is what private schools all studies that have been done have proven that charter schools private schools do not in the aggregate do as well as public schools and it makes sense because it most of their money as a, or a lot of their money as opposed to going into education like it should at major public schools 
It goes into the pockets of shareholders. It goes into the pockets of executives. So what Houston, what Texas is start, wanting to do is to say, we are going to give people a voucher, that $10,000 per child voucher. And that $10,000 per child comes out of public school, which makes public schools even less efficient because now they have to do more with less. But here's the kicker. If you live in Timbuktu, Texas, there ain't no private schools for you to take your kids to. If you live in Timbuktu, Texas, if you live in certain parts of inner city Texas, if you live in certain parts of ex-urban Texas, there aren't any schools for you called good private schools for you to take your kids. So this becomes a subsidy, a subsidy for the wealthy because if you are wealthy and you live in Houston or Austin or San Antonio or Dallas or Fort Worth or, or even Corpus Christi, they are such big cities that they have private schools for their wealthy people that live in these areas that they can put their schools in. And guess what? And if you are a rich person in the rural area, very few though, you can actually fly your kid into Houston, fly your kid into uh, San Antonio or wherever to get your kid that education that the government will subsidize by giving you $10,000 or so per kid. Yeah, the rich people are going to get that tax break for the kid. But to you in rural America, you know what you get? Rural America? Niet. Because you don't have where to send your kid. And at the same time, your school gets less. And why do your school get less? Because there are less kids. People, the voucher program is a fraud. It's another fraud used to enrich a few and give tax breaks to a few. And they, no matter how they market it as independent parents getting independence for their kids, it's a lie. And anybody supporting right now, anybody who, to you that attempts to support voucher systems that are going to take money out of our coffers, out of the state's coffers, they don't mean well for most students in that town, in this state, in this area. So please remember, folks, you must start calling Austin. You must start letting them know that you will not tolerate you will not tolerate the pilfer of our taxpayer dollars to give to a few wealthy corporations to a, that runs private schools and enrich a few. Do you know how many fraud cases there are here in Houston for these charter schools that just get a few people wealthy they, and how they, they go into minority neighborhoods uh, with Latinos and, and black folks into these neighborhoods that we know these schools aren't getting the support that they should and then they pilfer those, they try to skim those people off, and they give them a substandard education. But this time, it's at least done by the private sector to enrich a few. Folks, 713-526-5738. 713-526-5738. Hit option two, folks. We're waiting for our first donor of the day that I want to go ahead and Give a big hallelujah and say thank you so kindly for supporting here at Politics Done Right. We need your calls, 713-526-5738. Welcome aboard Eric Hayes on the chat. 
including Julie Henderson and Paul Fleming from Atlanta. Julie Henderson, I don't remember what city you're from, but thank you so kindly for being here. 713-526-5738, option number one. I see no nobody yet uh, calling in. You can also provide us support by going to kpft.org, kpft.org, kpft.org. KPFT.org. Please go ahead and hit the donate button. Title of the show today. I just started to talk about that particular issue because, well, uh, I heard it on KPFT's People's News at, uh, I think it, that People's News come on at about 11.54 or so. I heard it on People's News and I said, you know, that's a topic that needs expansion so that all Houstonians, all South Fort, uh, um, uh, <laughs> Fort Worthonians and Dalasians and San Antonians and uh, Corporate Christians and Brenhams and all these different places would all call your state representatives, your state senators, and tell them, not on our watch will you pilfer our coffers to donate money to corporations that already are pilfering us all. All right. Title of the show today is Middle Class Must Assert Its Worth to Assure Their Share of America's Wealth. Version 2.0. Why is it version 2.0? About 10 years ago, I wrote pieces of this article. And uh, pieces of it, uh, I, I, I tied it into another article called Middle Class Held Hostage. And it went viral over at Coffee Party USA because it really spoke to people's, not only people's hearts, but it spoke to what people were and are going through. And as I was preparing the program last night, I said to myself, you know what, um, I want to have something I, I want to have something that people can actually not imagine but feel and then at the end of it say, how, however, do we take care of solving said problem, right? So that's what we're going to talk about. That's what we're going to talk about. But I ask you, go to kpft.org and provide us with that support that we need to keep. The, and you notice I break into our, our regular schedule program simply to make sure and let you guys know that um, we are in fun drive mode. We're still giving you a show, but please, I need, we need, KPFT must have your support to stay online. So give us a call, 713-526-5738. Hit option one to support us, to donate. And later on, you can call back and hit option two to uh, speak on air. 713-526-573. Let's go to Tori and uh, see what Tori has to say before I get started, since he started at the beginning. Come on in, Tori. What's up? You're on, Tori. Uh, so, you started the show talking about education. Yes. Uh, I've worked for a long time uh, in the education business and Houston with a bunch of schools, high schools. Uh, going back to the time of Rod Page. Yes. And uh, so basically... Uh, the scam here is that the Bush family is wants to privatize everything. They right. always have, and it's all the Bushes. They, uh, anything that has a big pile of cash attached to it, Social Security, the post office, schools, their, you know, their whole thing is about privatizing these big piles of cash. And they just go at it like any kind of other imperialist uh, pirates. Um, basically, uh, the strategy was to crash 
public education. And they used broad pages that hit man to do it. And they wanted to make public schools all over the country as bad as possible so that they have an excuse to use public money for private school through vouchers. And it's a scam. Um, yeah, it's a conspiracy. Uh, and they used Rod Page as the education czar. You know, he was the Secretary of Education under uh, some kind of bush. Um, but that's their number one job. The job was to ruin public education. You know, uh, Tori, the, the only reason that they weren't successful is this is one time where rural and urban people got together. The rural people realized that, wait a minute, if I, if I live in Yoakum, Texas, I always use Yoakum because I remember when I was in a band going through that little town. But when you're in Yoakum, Texas, there aren't any <clears throat> uh, uh, pub, I mean, private schools of substance that these people can use. So what they're going to do is they're going to pay for the reduce in the public dollars from education with no upside not even for the for the semi-wealthy people in those areas, unless you are rich enough to fly your kid to San Antonio, Corpus Christi, or one of these other ta- these other major cities. So it's a, it's a scam all the way around, Tori. Well, there's a number of ways that they use the system to milk it. Now it's Betsy DeVos, or under Trump anyway, it was Betsy DeVos who was kind of running the program. Right. But in Texas, George W. Uh, got you know friends of his family. Uh, just, I mean, hundreds of millions of dollars that published these uh, standardized tests, you know. And so each one of these standardized test booklets cost about $5 right. to the taxpayer to produce. And each child in every school in Texas goes through maybe six of these things during the course of a year. Absolutely. And so uh, you go, you know, you're spending like, you know, 40 bucks, 50 bucks per child per year on these standardized tests just to booklets alone. And I mean, it's just multiple millions of dollars. And that went to friends of George W. Absolutely. Buddies that publish those books. um, Yeah. Anyway, Tori, thank you very much. Anything else you want to add to that, my brother? Thank you. Have a great one, Tori. All right. Um, you know, let me repeat again. The title of the show is, uh, I still don't have my first uh, contribution yet, folks. 713-526-5738. Hit option numero uno. No, option number one. 713-526-5738. Hit option number one. Or go to kpft.org. And remember, uh, you just hit that donate button. Select Politics and Writers as a show you are supporting. We need that to stay on air. Specifically, Politics and Right has to carry its own weight. So please remember to give us a call to make sure we can stay on this dial. Anyway, title of the show repeating is Middle Class Must Assert Its Worth to Assure Their Share of America's Wealth, version 2.0. The poor and middle class continue to bear the brunt of the economic pain totally created by short-sighted corporations who have no care for society but solely for enriching themselves. Since Reaganomics... The middle class has been held hostage. The income and wealth generated by our innovations, our intellect, our labor, and our service was mostly stolen from us all legally. All right? So we created a lot of stuff in the last 50 years. And you know what we got? The average middle class and poor person? Yet... It is time for the middle class and poor to stop accepting crumbs for their labor and innovation. It is time for us to demand, not ask, 
for programs that recover ill-gotten gains from a system that by design penalizes work and glorifies capital. And notice what I said. It is time for us to take back what was legally stolen. And what do you do that? You don't have wars and riots and all of that to do that. You use the mechanics, the mechanisms that are within our democracy to bring back things into balance, into form. And that means appropriate taxation and also appropriate valuation of those who provide for society. Scientists research a subject or natural phenomenon in detail. Engineers use the body of work and research done by various scientists to come up with useful products for us all. Doctors, in partnership with scientists and engineers, affect the development of tools and medicines in order to provide a service, healing. Businesses employ citizens and sell products and services to citizens. Citizens deposit their savings in banks that lend it out to businesses as fair interest rates that allow at a fair interest rates that allow the banker and staff a good wage and depositors a fair return on their deposits. The above is a simplistic view of what free enterprise should look like. What I just mentioned is what I believe. What I just mentioned is what has been affected in this country in several instances that work. Purposefully left out are two specific professions. Teachers from elementary school, uh, teachers to university professors, and the movers of capital, investment, bankers, corporate traders, etc. Corporate raiders, etc. Without a doubt... The most important profession in the world is, in fact, teaching. No questions asked. All the professions listed above were the result of teachers moving knowledge to the next generation. The movers of capital, those guys that sell companies, those guys that sell bonds, those guys that are stockbrokers, however, can only be considered a parasite, parasitic ventures. They move money and things on your backs because they are dependent on what you do for these financial instruments to make them billions and billions of dollars. But somehow, they run the politicians and they run it. It's time to right-size this damn thing. Without a doubt, the most important profession in the world, again, is teaching. Remember that. The movers of capital have no interest in what a particular business does. Those corporate traders, they don't care. Those stockbrokers, they don't care. Those market makers on stock on, on Wall Street, they don't care. You are just a widget. You are just a means of moving capital. That's all you are. That's why you're working for a company and later on sometime in the afternoon, you hear that Hey, some ex-company bought this company. And you wonder, why the hell did they do that? Things were working fine. We were profitable because you were a widget 
in the system. In a system of ours, the way we operate, you are nothing but a widget. You are an antiseptic slave. It no longer requires the right hue. It no longer requires the right pigmentation. You no longer have to look like me. Because they've already taken it all. And now, and now, and folks... All of this is done in a very antiseptic manner. All these things that I talk about, they do it cleanly. They do it so nicely that you actually think you're doing well. Let me divest, digress from my article, my essay for a bit to remind you of something that, uh, that, that got me on my new path of economics. I took economics in college uh, as an elective to engineering. And I learned a lot, but I was very naive when I took it because I really had some concepts that were more egalitarian than what uh, our economic system teaches, right? So uh, I, 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 I was all, all about it. But Richard Wolff, I started reading some of Richard Wolff's data, and I went to one of Richard Wolff's, Dr. Economist Richard Wolff from Massachusetts. And... I, you know, I went, and, and this is what, what really changed my beliefs in our economic system altogether. He drew a chart starting from the 19, late 1970s on to the present. And the one thing that occurred when Reaganomics busted unions and got people scared about unions and got, pay, you know, people no longer would think big about strikes anymore because, hey, they'll just throw you out and bring in all the scabs. Reagan went ahead and started this thing about, you know, just cut the workers. The workers are nothing but a means of production. And that's it. No, don't worry about it. And what Dr. Richard Wolf showed is a chart that he showed the spending by Americans continue to increase on a high slope. But how could that occur if wages weren't moving? And so wages were not moving because corporations were taking more profits per unit of labor. But it gets worse. But they need to be able to keep increasing their profits. They needed you to spend money. And how do you spend money if your wages are stagnated? They made something up. They created something called easy credit. And everybody and their mother, I remember when I was at the University of Texas in the, in the 80s, how easy it was. Everybody wanted to throw credit cards at me so I could spend, spend, and spend. So if you look at the charge, the spending kept on going up, but the wages stayed flat. But the other thing that kept going up is people's debt. So uh, the, the way Richard Wolf concluded, he said, you know, what we had was people thinking they were doing well. They only had the semblance of doing well. Because if you are spending a dollar you don't have, it still is going into the economy and giving you a semblance of prosperity. And when you understand that this came from the top, in other words, we make money by not paying you the higher wages commensurate with the productivity that you've gotten or you've created. And at the same time, we loan you the money to spend. And at the same time, we charge you a high interest rate on that money we forced you to borrow 
because, well, you know, I, I, I use that force in, in quotation to borrow because, because. I want to give a hearty uh, thank you for that uh, contribution from, uh, from Cody Trust. Thank you so kindly. Uh, anyhow, as, as I'm saying now, so let's, let's continue uh, what, what we're saying here with the essay. Let's continue with the essay. The, move, the movers of capital have no interest in what a particular business does. The fact is that because the movers of capital are generally oblivious on science and subservient to the dictates of an assumed efficient capital markets, their moves, while making money for a few in the short term, generally hurt those it purports to help. The fact that the movers of capital would support businesses cutting employee hours in lieu of providing health care is probative. So they, they'll cut people, but healthcare, which will boom their businesses if they really were thinkers? No, we won't do that. We won't do that. We won't do that. 713-526-5738. We are short by at least five contributors. We are short by at least two new listeners for this hour. So I ask you so kindly to please give us a call at 713 713- 526-5738, hit option one and support the program or go to kpft.org and support the program by hitting donate and make sure to select our program for the contribution. All right. The movers of capital lack wisdom and foresight. That is evident. 50 plus years after the oil embargo, there was no substantive investment in alternative energy, even as countries like Brazil had. Brazil grows sugarcane. Brazil found efficient methods of creating the right kind of alcohol that is easy to produce from sugarcane and then reuse the husks created from the waste of the sugarcane. Brazil. A country we like to, well, I think we call them a second world country now, right? They've, they've done it. They are not really huge importers of oil or anything of that nature because they've done it. They proved the concept. Did we? No. Why? Because the people, the owners of capital who runs or corporations chose. They chose to elect or encourage the election of presidents who would do things like remove solar panels from the White House, which is what Reagan did. As soon as uh, President Carter had solar panels on the, on the White House as a proof of concept, let's start thinking about using all the means of energy we had. We, uh, President Carter also had a program called the Sin Fuel Program where they converted, yeah, it was dirty energy, yeah, but they, it could have all migrated into renewable energies. And who cut all of that? Reagan. Put us back 50 years. Because after that was done, we couldn't get the wherewithal to do what was right. So again, Brazil could do it. They have affected a business. These are the movers of capital have affected a business model heavy on outsourcing to maximize profits at the expense of wages, 
falling locally along with an increase in unemployment. Lower wages and higher unemployment is tantamount to lower sales, which a which spiral a country into contraction. This ultimately leads to an eventual and certain depression. Now, we've inflated ourselves from depressions, right? I mean, the stimulus programs that we had under the last stimulus program from President Trump and the subsequent stimulus programs from, uh, that we get from all these others, you know, that's, uh, that has so far been able to shelter the worst effects of what could happen. But it continues. Folks, we need your calls, 713-526-5738, 713-526-5738. Please hit option one so that we can raise the necessary funds to keep this show on the air. All right, continuing. The indoctrination in, by a large percentage of our citizens into believing that only those movers of capital have the wherewithal to create jobs while the government cannot is provably false. I repeat, it is provably false. It is this false tenet that allows many to believe that unwarranted worth in our society. Let's go to Alisa. Come on in, Alisa. Alisa, Hello? yes, you're here, Alisa. Uh, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Um, listen, yes, sir. Hey, listen, um, I, I want to thank you so very much. I listen to your uh, radio on my lunch hour every day. Thank you so kindly. And I, I really do appreciate you putting it in layman's terms on what us poor people or us little people put our money forward to. Thank you so kindly for those words, Elizabeth. I mean, I do believe that code-heartedly, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I just wish more people would think about this. You know, yeah. Elizabeth, what happens, right, is that, you know, you know, let me just tell you, you know, right now we're here at, K- at KPFT. I'm, not, I'm just telling you this to explain the reason why it happens, what you said. Here at KPFT, we're in Fund Drive trying to raise money to keep all this stuff on air, okay? I understand that, sir. So let and, me t- and us little poor people can't no, 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 no. help raise money. Elizabeth, let me tell you, you calling in and bringing your message, those people who cannot afford to support stations like this, I have no problems with it. But I ask yeah. those who can to please do. We need it so badly to keep us I, on I here. But let me tell you what, 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 no, let me tell you what I want to answer you, Elizabeth, because you brought up a very important point, Elizabeth. Sorry. You don't get to hear this because commercial radio is paid for bought for, for all those people who would want to have vouchers, for all those people who would take your money. And that's uh, why understand. that's why we need to be here, Elizabeth. So I thank you for calling in. And your words also help us bring forth other people. Well, you know, I, I try to turn everybody on to your station every time I get a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, they, they usually listen to the, the, to all the music and everything mm-hmm. that y'all put on, which is awesome. Right. Um, but your, your messages, your politics, it's, you know, it's the, 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 the small people don't get this message. Right. They don't hear, they don't hear other people. Right. And, and, you know, I try to tell people things too, what I hear and what I learn and, uh, you know, God forbid, you know, I hate to see what's coming down the pipes for right. these other kids. 
Well, you know, that's why we're here, Elizabeth. We are trying our best to make sure we keep people aware. And I think that we're doing a good job. The mere fact that you call in, the mere fact that you're listening. I'm going to ask you before I let you go, I'm going to ask you two things. Please keep doing what you're doing as far as telling people that we exist. To tell people to call into these types of shows and keep calling with an open mind. Think about it. There's no reason for us to wish ill will on anyone. And that is oh, what no, people have. Absolutely not, that, sir. And that is what people have to understand. Because a lot of times when we say certain things, people go out of your way to say, "Oh, that's terrible." You know, where are we going to get the money to pay for? Those are the things that we teach here. There is the money; it's out there. Thank you so kindly for calling, Elizabeth. Anything else you'd like to say? Uh, no, sir. But I do listen to you every day, and uh, you keep spreading the word, sir. Thank and you. I would do my darndest to do the same. Thank you so kindly. You have a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you, my brother. Hey, put the number C on here for um, for Sandy. Uh, let's go. Go ahead, Sandy. It looks like you want to say something. Yeah. Hey, actually, that would be, yeah, C. You're right. Yeah, C. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're a real producer. Engineer. I don't, I don't know about that. Well, you must be because you're down here three days a week working your tail off as we, you we are today. We got to, brother. We got to. Listen, folks, we're in Fun Drive, and that caller that was just on with Egberto kind of lights up a whole thing here. A lot of people depend on KPFT. They listen. And how did she put it? That you don't get this message. You don't get this message because right. others pay, uh, pay to make sure you don't get this right, message. Right, exactly. Commercials, commercial-driven media... It's only going to be backed by the sponsor if they agree with the politics, if they agree with the viewpoint, if they agree with everything being done. Well, is that a dialogue if you agree with everything? I don't think so. A dialogue is working out the differences. That's what KPFT has the power to do. Egberto's down here three days a week inviting you to call, asking you to call and discuss the topic of the day, topic du jour. And he does a fine job preparing. This is not easy to do. 713-526-5738, option one, or kpft.org. Support those people that can't contribute, that are not in position to do so. Perhaps like Elizabeth, you know what I'm talking about. Let's share in community here and help each other to provide KPFT in the future as we have it in the present. I'd like to thank Cody T for chiming in and supporting Wide Open Spaces, Egberto. I thought I saw that. I saw I saw that it, that it, there was a support for wide open spaces. So you know, folks, I'm still waiting on donors to call in at seven one three five two six five seven three eight. Again, that number is seven one three five two six five seven three eight. Hit option one. But anyhow, uh, we can't do this without you. So I ask you. I know some of you like we want to listen to the show and we'll give it afterwards. But you know, Sandy's out here. The general manager. He's sitting down there. It's like inner. The general manager is in here. Uh, Sandy's still sitting down next to me, and he's like, Egberto, look, man, I'm going to throw you off the ear if you don't start bringing folks in, man, you know? So Actually, I never said anything like that. Well, you, could you could you let me sure. fabulate I, a bit? I, I, I said Guido. Guido yeah. throws you off the <laughs> ear. <laughs> anyway, no, but folks, uh, you know, fun and joke aside, please call 713-526-5738. Option numero one, number one, and give whatever you can, whether it's if it's 25 bucks, whether it's five bucks a month, 10 bucks a month, get our T-shirt, uh, the Politics and Right T-shirt with the KPFT logo on it for a donation of $100. You don't have to pay that up all at the same time. You can say, I'll buy a few coffees for you every month. And in doing so, you get you, you, you're part of the you're voting part of the Pacifica Network, KPFT. You are part owner of this stuff here. Stuff that's telling you the truth. So let me let me get continue with the essay 
And uh, then, then you know, no, 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 don't, don't, don't leave, man. I, you know, <laughs> you know, we're gonna continue. We're gonna do this so essay. Close. We are gonna do these essays and pieces, and then we're gonna ask folks. Go ahead and call now. Seven one three five two six five seven three eight. All right, folks. Look, the indoctrination by a large percentage of our citizens into believing that only these movers of capital have the wherewithal to create jobs, while the government cannot is provably false. It is this false tenet that allows many to believe that their unwarranted worth, that they have some unwarranted worth to society. Small and large businesses, uh, business people create jobs. In other words, your mom and pop store creates jobs. ExxonMobil creates jobs. They both do. They're all doing the right thing, creating jobs. They are worthy of their profits. I want oil companies to make money. I want mom and pop bread shop to make money. Government, we the people also create jobs. After all, teachers, police, firefighters, government scientists, engineers, and the like are all real jobs that add to our economy and societal value. Look, those government engineers are darn good. You go out there to NASA, you find some guys that can do some good stuff. You go out there to the, the health, the health uh, you know you know what I'm talking about. All these government engineers are darn good. I went to school to a lot with a lot of these guys. Don't let the private sector make you believe that somehow if you work for government, that somehow your value is less. It is not. A dollar spent whose genesis is the taxpayer receiving a needed service from the government is no different than a dollar spent whose genesis is a taxpayer receiving a needed product and services from the private sector company. Let me give an example. If you get welfare dollars... Okay, let's say somebody gives you welfare dollars. And let's say Sandy here, who's a big time engineer, gets some dollars, right? And let's say Sandy goes spend his money. And let's say uh, to go up, buy a loaf of bread. And let's say that, that mother who uh, things are hard, so she had to use a welfare dollar to buy that piece of bread. That piece of bread that was bought by Sandy with his uh, wealthy self, and that piece of bread that was bought by, uh, by that welfare mother... The economy doesn't know one came from poverty and one came from wealth. It knows a dollar was spent into that economy and it spread out and the whole economy grow because of Sandy and that poor mother. Both of them contributed to growing that economy. All right? So we have to re rethink how we think about things. Sadly, for the movers of capital, it is imperative. It is imperative uh, that the narrative of government not creating jobs metastasize in the American psyche. Only then can they keep unemployment high, wages low, and profits obscene. Is, is it any wonder they don't want massive infrastructure spending? You know how hard it was for us to get this passed? Um, we couldn't even get the, the human portion of the infrastructure spending passed. Because we like capital, we don't like humans. Too many jobs caused created will. Uh, too many jobs created will cause wages to uh, go up and profits to be fairer. The movers of capital have a vested interest in maintaining their facade of worth to society. They must convince us that while the working man must pay up to 39.6% in federal income taxes and up to 12.4% in social security taxes, that they should pay a total of 20%. 
or 2.9 for Medicare. In other words, somehow because they have capital, we don't tax capital like the working man's capital. The working man could bust his head, bust his hands, and he pays more taxes than that guy who sits down in the office in downtown Houston moving stocks. And then he, he has all these different mechanisms not to pay taxes. The movers of capital must convince our citizens that absent the outsourcing, trade, and selling, and bankrupting of companies for which they almost always profit immensely, that job creation for said action occurs in the aggregate. They, this, they, this, the state of the American economy should dispel this myth. Their goal is never patriotic or noble. It is always to maximize the capital appreciation for a very select few, a privilege most Americans. Americans are not privy to. Folks, 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. We're still waiting on your contributions. I wish someone will call 713-526-5738 and hit option number one to support the show. Continuing. The reality is... The movers of capital have been a detriment to our society. They have used outsourcing and offshoring to keep unemployment high and depress American wages. They have purchased politicians to stop governmental job creation. They have usurped the religious ideologues and further pilfer the middle class. Remember, the sonogram law, do you remember that? That sonogram law, they, they made it look like, oh, this was so important for life. They were passed in several states to create a big market for sonograms. So much for some moral reason. The decimation of funding for Planned Parenthood will not lower abortions, but instead create a demand for a higher cost private abortion clinics. State budgets lower taxes and decimate education budgets as they increase after-tax profits for corporations. Students forced to finance their education with higher-cost private loans further enhances the profits for the movers of capital. Implementation of voter ID ensures that by the time citizens realize their government has pilfered them, the voter suppression laws make them fairly impotent to vote the culprits out. Society has been programmed to deem these characters meritorious of the highest incomes and thus worth. Worth in America must be reclaimed. Worth must be commensurate with what one produces for a society that provides intrinsic value. This is not at all difficult to figure out. Absent the teacher, education stalls. Teachers are the most important part of our economy. Absent the engineer, bridges, buildings, and computers are non-existent. Absent the doctors, we are unhealed. Absent the scientists, we do not have a body of knowledge to progress. Absent the movers of capital, life goes on. And the local banker who has a real interest in the community is reborn. In other words, from investment banker, can it but to the local banker who make things happen. Americans must not buy into the necessity for austerity, high interest rates, and predatory inflation. We must demand price stabilization without the masses bearing the cost of fixing an economy damaged by those who are profiteering from our pain. We must threaten all the greedy corporations providing specific or unspecified vital products and services with an ultimatum to readjust their prices, to remove their inflated greed-driven profits, or, absent that, demand 
nationalization of, le of these legal thieves. Americans' indoctrination by a small class that provides no product or real service to this vast majority of our citizens must end. Americans must first visualize and externalize their real worth to society. They must let loose the shackles of indoctrination. The middle class must not accept the current wage or wealth paradigm. The middle class must assert its worth and force politicians to recover the nation's treasure and invest in America and Americans, those that have done the work and innovation to make this country great. This country doesn't need somebody to say, make it great. You guys are already great. It's just that they're taken from you. Hey, Sandy, talk to me. Yeah, it's a very eloquent uh talk you just gave there man it, it, it you know the thing about it man it drives you you know you see you see you know people talk about people not wanting to work you go out to the poorest areas in houston and those bus stops are full i, I don't believe that i think people want to work i don't think that the majority of the people out there vast majority of the people have yeah. anything to hide from run from when they do accept government assistance and that's actually been proven in study after study after study. Yeah. In fact, I'll, I'll share with you. My father was a government accountant, CPA. There and you go. And audited that, wrote a special re uh, report on that. Found very, very little in, in terms of fraud. Folks, <clears throat> we're, we're one big society, one big planet. And KPFT is just one, one little corner of the universe. But if you're listening, you're listening to Egberto explain this to you. It's only because people have given for almost 53 years enough to keep us on the air till the next fun drive. We're in fun drive now. It's been kind of a slow morning, slow day. But, you know, those days happen. But you can help speed that up right now. You call 713-526-5738, push option one, or go to kpft.org and hit donate. And yeah, he's got a really cool t-shirt, Egberto does, the Politics Done Right logo and the, with KPFT splattered on it as well. Pick up that shirt. Wear it proudly. People go, what's Politics Done Right? Hey. Well, it's a different take on things maybe than others might share. <clears throat> and that has value. Yes. That, that dialogue, that conversation has a lot of value, especially in this day and age. Thank you for what you do, Egberto. I hope more, more people out there feel the same. We'll call 713-526-5738. Hit option one or use that mouse in the house. <laughs> and go on over to kpft.org and click the donate button and do your part. Did you just rap? Media. You just rapped, man. Oh, no. You just said oh, no. mouse in the house. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hey, Ray, come on in I real got, quick. I got a doctor's appointment coming. I'll, I'll bring this up with the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> come on in, Ray, real quick. We got to, uh, by the way, folks, we're done with the essay. So now we're just pitching. So we have a few minutes here to pitch. And I'm asking you to come on in and call us. We're going to talk about other stuff because Ray is here. And, you know, Ray going to have some good stuff for us. Talk to me, brother Ray. Yeah, Berto. So um, I had sent you some emails last night. You may or may not get them. But uh, talking to what you're saying about credit, yes, I kind of figured it out. Yes. At some point, there had been a shift yes. during the 80s uh, where basically the capitalists decided um, we're going to pay our workers less, but we're going to give them enough sustenance that they can use that to borrow. Yes. So basically what Americans are doing now is 
we basically had to trade in our wealth that we had helped accumulate for a lot of these greedy capitalists for credit. It's yes. basically a loan. It's, it's a loan trap. Yes. They want you to be in debt. Basically, a lot of these capitalists don't pay enough because they are banking on the fact that you're going to be so desperate to pay your debt that you have to keep coming back to your job. Yes. And that's, yes. The, that's the vicious cycle we get all get caught in. I just got a credit card and I know the interest is very high, but guess what? I'm happy only because I know that having credit gives me the ability to be right. able to make purchases that I otherwise wouldn't have. Just like you say, they give us the ability to spend a dollar we don't have instead of just giving us the dollar directly. And then we have to pay interest on that dollar so in essence, we're actually buying money. We're, we're buying it and we're paying them, Ray. We're paying them for what they didn't give us that we earned. In other words, they give us less than we earned. We borrow it and then we pay them some more out of the money that they gave us, which was less than what we earned. It's a, it's a vicious circle. And, you know, the hard part, Ray, is to get Americans into the framework of a certain... That's why I titled the show today, Asserting Your Worth. Because Americans are just happy when sometimes they get a job or they get paid. We have to be better than that. We have to be much better than that. 713-526-5738. Folks, we could use your calls right now. I'm coming to the end of the show with almost a very small, if any, uh, contributions. We need your call. 713-526-5738. Hit option one or go to kpft.org and join us. Uh, hold on, Ray. Let me get the Sandy in. Yeah, I just wanted to mention... We have a $500 goal. I, I, that on. I, I, yeah, sand is on. Yeah. There we go. Poetry in motion. <laughs> Poetry in motion. You got to push all the buttons. We have about a $500 goal for this show. And so far today, I don't know if it's been supported, at least not that we can see here. No. Um, I did learn from Robin this morning that adding to our grand total, we surpassed the the 50% mark, I think, last night. That is great. On Susan Darrow's Border Radio. So we're halfway there. We're halfway home with this drive, but we have a number of days to go. You could expedite its conclusion by dialing that number and making a pledge. We have some great tickets, T-shirts. We've got coffee mugs. We've got everything just about that you could possibly want. But what people most want, I think, is KPFT to be there when they turn the radio on, when they tap the device for HD1 or HD2, and there it is, as it's been for nearly 53 years, 53 years old on the 1st of March. So come on, folks, let's keep this unbroken chain, that just that, unbroken. <laughs> so, 713-526-5738, option number one. Give us a call, folks. Egberto, how many... How many TV stations, radio stations, satellite, cable, other broadcast media have invited you to do politics done right oh, three man. days a week. N not one. Not one. Why do you Why do you think that is? Well, because uh, they don't want what I have to say because it kind of messes with. It, it gives. It, I believe in people empowering themselves. They don't want that. They want to tell folks what to do. Well, that and the fact that they're living. Their livelihood, their ability to do what they do comes from commercial sponsorship. There you go. And if those, if you're going against, you know, let's say this is brought to you by uh, Acme 
Brick. Ac- <laughs> no, not Acme Brick. You can't do that. <laughs> you know, Acme Chemical Company, right? Yeah, there you okay, go. Okay, so this is brought to you by Acme Chemical, makers of miracle chemicals that will cure anything, clean anything, make everything taste better. And then you come on the air and you say, you know, that claim about all that stuff about making it taste better and cure everything. No, it's, it's just snake real. oil. <laughs> you know, that commercial sponsor might get a little bit upset. Yeah. Huh? And poll, poll their sponsorship. So these stations are really guarded. Here at KPFT, we have the ability to do what Egberto is doing now because we're not commercial sponsored. We're sponsored by you. Now, folks, to continue this, all of it, we really do need your call, 713-526-5738, option one, or go to kpft.org. How much is that T-shirt? The T-shirt, a $100 contribution, and you can do it over time. So it's it's like a coffee a month or so. Five T-shirts out right now. People wearing five politics done right T-shirts around town will solve today, and we go on to tomorrow. But this is really critical. This is a very critical day, a very critical time for KPFT. Our future depends on this fund drive. And so far, our $150,000 goal we're about 51% of the way there. We got a ways to go, so help us out here. We got to make this goal, folks. 713-526-5738, option number one. 713-526-5738, option number one. And or go to kpft.org, and I'm sure you'll be happy. Your friends and neighbors bringing you the content, not something being piped in on a big network or a the music from some playlist that was generated by that suit in Chicago. Nope, this is all homegrown. This is very real. You'll see these people in the grocery stores and around town. They're accessible. They're friends and neighbors. And oh, by the way, if you've got an idea for radio, email pdkpft at gmail.com. Absolutely. So, folks, folks, uh, we're getting close to closing the show out, but you can still go ahead and go to the site, kpft.org, and provide the support to Politics and Right. Go to kpft.org, provide the support to KPFT. Please, even though right now I'm really in the doldrums, I know you guys are going to make it right for me as soon as I get off the air. You guys are going to go to kpft.org, and you guys are going to start filling the coffers up for the, remember to select Politics done right, but you'll start filling up the coffers for our show. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right and you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.